Hello and welcome to the fourth and final edition of the SBK Daily Cheltenham Festival podcast. My name's Tom Collins and again I'm joined by SBK betting podcast regular Ross Miller. We're three days down now, um, three out of four, one day to go. I'm still not over Galapanda Champs fall in the turners earlier today. Obviously we're filming this on the Thursday. And it's not just because I backed him, it's because we were hoping for a master performance, whether it was from him or Bob Bollinger. And Galapanda Champs was putting in a phenomenal performance. Unfortunately, it came to a halt at the last fence. Jumped it beautifully, stumbled on landing, and that was game over, leaving the race to Bob Ollinger. Ross, what did you make of the Turners and how are you doing so far at the meeting? So the Turners, I thought, was just a, an absolute exhibition of, of what we thought Galloping Deschamps was, which is a galloping and jumping machine. And um, thanks to Twitter, I've, <laughs> I've seen the fall a number of times now. Can't seem to avoid it. And yeah, he doesn't do anything wrong, does he? he doesn't. It's not like he lands even that steep. It just looked like his, his near force sort of got a bit stuck on the floor and and over he went. And I thought Paul Towner made a very good comment that when these novices haven't made a mistake before, they don't necessarily know how to save themselves when a mistake comes along. So in the long run, maybe he'll be a little bit sharper and, and maybe it'll get him thinking a bit lower because he was certainly big enough over the first few. But um, he's clearly a very smart horse. I think Timeform have given him a rating of 177, second highest mark for a novice behind Duvan. Um, so he's an exciting one to go forward. Um, initially, my sort of thought was, oh, the Gold Cup next year, Statler, Long Press, Galloping de Champ, but you you quite rightly put a bit of cold water on that. And three and a quarter miles as a seven-year-old, keen going, he might be more of a Ryanair horse, or I think William Mullins suggested maybe even a champion chase horse. So yeah, phenomenal performance. As for how I'm going, uh, coming off the bridle at the top of the hill, and I'm gonna need to find <laughs> gonna need to find for pressure tomorrow, but we're we're in there swinging. Yeah, tell me about it. Same for me. Okay, first two days today, absolute shambles. Couldn't have gone much worse. So hopefully Friday's a lot better for both of us. I thought Galapan de Champ was brilliant. Um, as you mentioned, interesting comments from Willie Mullins saying they might drop back to two miles. Um, he obviously won over three miles over hurdles. So I thought the Brown Advisory would be the right um, spot for him at this Cheltenham Festival. Then maybe the Gold Cup, but uh, maybe those plans have been changed. From one good horse to another good horse, which is Alaho. Again, representing Willie Mullins and Paul Townend. Paul Townend, heart in mouth moment at the last again. He saw a stride, Alaho didn't pick up, but he got over this time. What did you make of Alaho's performance? I thought it was a monstrous performance um, and, and, a, and a really good ride from uh, Paul Townend to come out and do that after suffering the disappointment. Um, I think Alaho was good to him at the last. I think the stride he saw was a bit of a, a panicky one um, and Alaho clearly had plenty left in the locker to sort of brush through the top and get his, get his feet down. Um, so a monstrous performance. You'd have to question what he's beaten, but he's beaten them. I mean, absolutely thoroughly. Um, but he has beaten uh, Conflated, who came down at the at the last. You know, he's a three miler, um, and then two solid horses, but they're not exceptional. So, it'd be nice if something could come along next year and sort of liven that uh, division up a little bit. Yeah, I completely agree. That would be great to see Alaho tested. Obviously, the back-to-back Ryanair victories now. I, again, thought he was fantastic in the race. Another horse who was fantastic. Another horse that has great Cheltenham form. Cool Cody. What a performance in the plate. He rallied after looking beaten at a certain point. Evan Williams, Adam Wedge striking again. He was one another highlight on the day for me. Was he one of your highlights, Ross? And did you have any others you wanted to mention? Yeah, I thought he was really good. I'm really enjoying this Cheltenham Festival that the winners are getting shared around. Um, it was one that I don't think when we looked at the plate, any of us mentioned Cool Cody. And we've all taken turns to mention him throughout the winter, you know, because he's run every Cheltenham Festival. He's running a two and a half mile handicap. Um, very brave to get headed and get back up. Um, and in terms of uh, my performance, I think probably Lucy Turner, actually, in the Kim Muir, I thought it was a really good ride. Um, 
and we we sort of um, mentioned that you know look for the Irish amateurs they're definitely the best and the UK amateurs finished the first three home so uh, make of that what you will yeah we don't think we've got too many things right actually on the Thursday but you know what we can move on and another day another dollar um, on Friday finally there is one race that we've obviously bypassed at the moment which is the stairs hurdle uh, Florin Porter retained his crown much like Alaho did in the Ryanair what did you make of Florin Porter and the race in general I thought it was a really really good ride I thought it was interesting and, and obviously I'm around horses a lot so I know they can improve and they can sort of get more settled he was a completely different horse, wasn't he? He just went through his job so well. Um, I know you sort of think that maybe they all gave him a bit too much rope, and I can see where you're coming from, but I thought Danny Mullins clearly bossed the race as he wanted, and I just wonder which one would have gone and pressed on, because I think they all wanted a bit of cover more than, more than anything. And uh, the one thing I'm annoyed about is that maybe I should have foreseen that you know, having race keenly, Classical Dream was going to be held up. And he was probably the, I approached the race, as you know, of Classical Dream, Flooring Porter duffing each other up. And actually what happened was Flooring Porter got an easy lead because Classical Dream was, was held up. So uh, probably a bit of learning to take there. Think about how smart Mr. Mullins is and try and be as smart as yourself. Yeah, you know what? I think those tactics from Classical Dream, the hold-up tactics, actually worked a treat. Now, not in this race because they went so slow early, and I'll get to that in a second. But I think for future engagements, if Classical Dream's ridden like that and they go harder early through the early stages, he'll win plenty of races in this division. Um, I was really impressed with how he moved through the field. Yes, he paid for the, the exertions um, after the last hurdle, but still, that big mid-race move was uh, very eye-catching. Now, just to talk on the race, yes, I did think um, they kind of gave the race to Florin Porter, it seems to have mixed opinions on Twitter. Some agreed with me, some didn't. Um, they went a 16.01 second sectional as they were turning around um, after meeting the stands for the first time. That's pedestrian. Danny Mullins slowed it down again on the hill. It was just a bit ridiculous. I think Champ was reined back when he could have just gone alongside. They kind of just gave it to Florian Porter. He was one of the two speed horses in the race. Him and Classical Dream, yet they've given him a three-length advantage and expected to run him down. I don't see how that was ever going to happen. Um, I know it's easy to say in hindsight. I wish I knew this beforehand because I'd have been all over him. Now let's move on to Friday's racing. The feature, of course, is the Gold Cup, the Cheltenham Gold Cup at 3.30. It looks a wide open renewal. Um, Galvin currently heads the market at 17 to 5 on SBK. But you've got Manella Rinder, who won the race last year. He's in the field. The runner-up from last year, Aplutard, is also in there. Many Clouds Chase winner, Protectorats in the field. King George winner, Tornado Flyer and dual Gold Cup winner, Album Photo. It looks a wide open heat, a good betting heat. Who do you like, Ross? So I've been with Tornado Flyer since the King George um, and I've, I've not seen an angle to make me change my mind. One thing we should probably mention is that uh, Davy Russell was stood down for his last remaining rides today after having, having two falls. He's, he's been on the floor a lot. Um, it could well be that Jack Kennedy, who lost the ride on his winning Gold Cup ride last year in Manila Indo, which he picked up as a chance ride, he lost that because he had to go and ride Delta Work. If Davy Russell is not past fit to ride tomorrow, he could well pick up the ride on, on Galvin. Um, but I've not been with Galvin all along. I, I'd be disappointed if he was good enough to win, a, to win a Gold Cup. I think Tornado Flyer will stay on strongly up the hill, um, and I, I'm not going to desert him now. Yeah, I can certainly see that. I, I backed him in the King George and I'm also on him as a saver in the Gold Cup. He's not my number one selection, but I would be happy, you will be happy if he gets his head in front again. Um, he's definitely been overlooked in the market around 12 to 1 
uh, with SBK. I'm going to stick my head out and go for Aplutard again. Now, I know he was quite disappointed in the Savills when he was beaten by Galvin, but he wasn't beaten far. And Henry de Bromet's horses in February were running terribly. Now, they're not running great at the moment. However, he's had a few horses run uh, into the place. He's had a couple of winners at the Cheltenham Festival this week. So I think Aplutard, if he can bounce back to his Betfair Chase victory, he recorded an RPR of 180 there. That kind of performance would win a, an average Gold Cup, an above average Gold Cup, and this certainly is that. So Aplutard's my selection, but it's a tentative heat. And we've had, we have tentative opinions on the race. However, that's not what the punters want, Ross, is it? The punters want the confident picks. So who are your nap and next best? So the nap, and I'm surprised to see him drifting, uh, is Langadan uh, in the Martin Pipe, the, the closure of the festival. Um, he was second last year to Galloping Deschamps, but we know what he's gone on to achieve. Um, he runs off just two pound higher here, having been raised five pound. He got a gift of three pounds back after his reappearance run, where by all accounts, he was fairly chubby in the, in the parade ring. Um, I think this has clearly been the target right the way through. Dan Scalton is a good trainer of uh, targets for the handicaps at Cheltenham. Um, I think he'll go very close, provided there's not a Galloping Deschamps lurking, and I'm not sure there is. And then my next best is, is Tornado Flower in the Gold Cup. I think he'll stay. I think Danny Mullins is going to ride him with plenty of confidence, and I'd expect to see him delivered going to the last and hopefully power up the hill. Tornado Flower, as I mentioned, 12 to 1 for the Gold Cup. I did say tentative selection, but uh, I think that's a value play from your point of view. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I, I just go through the race, and I think they've all got questions to answer. His is only will he stay. He's clearly in good form. Um, Danny Mullins clearly gets on well with him, and he has gone up the hill before to good effect, albeit at shorter trips. Cool. Uh, I, I mean, I completely agree. That's why he's my, my saver in the race. Um, I just thought it was wide open. Your nap, Langadan, is 5-1 in the Martin Pipe. Unlike Tornado Flower, I'm completely against you with him. I'm a layer of Langadan, and if he wins the finale, uh, I'll be driving home from Cheltenham. Um, not very happy. The walk back to the car, three miles away, will be uh, the longest walk of my life, I reckon. Um, my nap of the day is going to be Vauban in the 130, the Triumph Hurdle. He's currently 2-1 to with SBK. He's my nap of the meeting. Um, I've said this in our, in our podcast before the Cheltenham Festival. He was a listed winner on the flat over one mile, four furlongs in France. He looked like he needed every yard of that trip to even show his best. He got up right on the line, one by nose. Moved to Willie Mullins with a huge reputation. Finished second on his hurdling debut. Suffered interference in the early stages. Missed the final flight. Only got beaten half length by Pied Piper, who reopposes. But last time out in the Grade 1 Spring Juvenile Hurdle at the Dublin Racing Festival, he was so impressive. He made Phil Dorr look so slow. Um, I reckon if he repeats that effort, he'll reverse the form with Pied Piper. And he looks the banker for me in the Triumph Hurdle. My next best is for Gordon Elliott in the County Hurdle, the 210. And it's top bandit, around 14 to 1. The ground's drying out all the time. It's supposed to be 18 degrees tomorrow. I'm debating whether I need a coat or not, which is phenomenal news in mid-March. Um, and that will suit Top Bandit. Not the fact I'm not wearing a coat, but the good ground. Uh, he was really unlucky not to be unbeaten in all five starts this year. He made a bad mistake on his sole defeat. Uh, but last time out, he looked a different horse. He's well handicapped as well. And he's been freshened up with this race in mind. Now, before we go and enjoy Friday's racing, this is the final day of the SBK offer for new customers. Deposit £10.00. Um, and get £50 in free bets, new customers only, 18 plus, and terms and conditions apply. Unfortunately, Ross, that's the end of our mini Cheltenham Festival series. Did you enjoy it? It's been a blast, isn't it, TC? You doing your <laughs> Philip Schofield role of uh, presenting, me trying to sound intelligent, and uh, I think we've uh, gone away quite well. 
But yeah, Jess can come back next week, I think. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm glad that Jess is back next week. The hosting role isn't my number one uh, preference. But look, it's been great fun. I've enjoyed doing this podcast with you. Hopefully you guys at home have enjoyed them as well. And we we'll tune in for our regular podcasts that go live every Friday for the Saturday action. Jess will be back. James Millman will be back as well. So be lucky on Friday and join us then. Bye.